0: Welcome. We are so glad you have joined us today. Are you ready for another Basar Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. Thanks, Pastor Ross, and uh, yeah, it's good to uh, have you join us today. Whether you're watching from nine AM or you're sleeping in a bit and you're watching a bit later, I don't know. People are watching all different times of the day, uh, but it's great to have you with us. Fourteen weeks. Why is fourteen weeks significant? It's been fourteen weeks since we have met for church together. Uh, 14 weeks which is 98 days and uh, so that's probably the lo- that's the longest time I've never uh, ever been uh, not you know at church with people and by far and so and a lot of you will be the same way and uh, it's not just been church it's been other ways you know obviously restrictions are easing a little bit now we can do a little bit more but this was time when you couldn't go anywhere uh, you had to basically stay at home and uh, in the 14 last 14 weeks it got me thinking about habits. Uh, 98 days you know that's that's a fair chunk of the year and uh, you know what uh, habits have you formed in the last 14 weeks uh, whether you've done that deliberately uh, or not even trying you've formed a few new habits quite easy to do it's uh, you know it's quite easy to um, create bad habits in your life without even trying it's usually a lot harder to form good habits In your life. So, what kind of habits have you formed? Have you even stopped and thought about that? Uh, What has changed? What have I done? Maybe you've deliberately done some new things, maybe you haven't. I've got a few questions for you to think about. So, the last 14 weeks, what habits have you formed? Uh, what are you in the habit of doing that you weren't doing before? What are you doing uh, with all the spare time you may have? Maybe you've you had more spare time. We were home for a, quite a while. And so in that time, you have you know, what have you done with that? What other are, what are things have you created? What are you doing? And, uh, Maybe you used to play sport or used to do certain activities with your friends. Maybe you couldn't do that for a while, still can't play sport. Uh, what have you been doing instead? What other things have you replaced that with? Are you watching more social media? Are you watching more YouTube videos, watching more movies? Are you uh, saying, have you started something new that you've never tried before that's benefiting you? Maybe you're done nothing new? I don't know. Maybe you just tried to fill in time. Have you started doing more exercise? Have you started doing less exercise? Have you visited the fridge more than you usually would? Uh, Are you eating food that maybe isn't the best for you and you're just doing that more often than you before? I don't know. Only you can answer that question. Uh, Have you started being creative and tried changing something or trying something brand new, tried designing something, making something, tried a, some new hobby. I don't know. Have you done something new? Have you tried learning something new? Maybe some of you have tried learning a new language. I don't know. Or tried doing something that oh, I should I always get around to that. And finally, you've started doing it. I don't know. But what I do know is on average, it takes 66 days to create a new habit, and for that habit to become automatic. In other words, 66 days on average. Some people it takes as little as 26 days. Some people it may take 80 or 90 days. But we're in that range where if you've regularly done something, now your body will be automatically, um, you're just without even thinking about it, your body will start to do it. In other words, if you got up every morning and started setting an alarm at 5 a.m. and you did that for like... 30 or 40 mornings in a row, after that amount of time, your body would now not, probably not need the alarm. It would just automatically wake up at 5 a.m. and you would just get up because you've actually trained your body into forming a habit of getting up at 5 a.m. So I want as I'm talking this morning, I want you to think about what things you have done. I want to share a story with you about our dog, Millie. And there will be a video come on in a minute showing her... Uh, on the on the screen, uh, how excited she gets about a habit that has happened in our house. We've obviously had a bit more time at home and a bit more time with our kids and family, so we would go on some walks with her. But now, basically, we started walking a lot more often, and now basically we're going nearly every afternoon. Uh, she loves going for a walk. Uh, she looked forward to it when we went occasionally, but now it's become every afternoon, and so she the most the highlight of her day is going for a walk around the block um, for a few k's, two or three kilometers, and uh, and she looks forward to that every afternoon. So COVID-19 and people being stuck at home uh, Millie thinks that's the best thing in the world. She says, let's keep this happening uh, forever uh, because I get to do, we get to go for a walk and let's just keep this going. And so she's loved that. And so every afternoon she is, you know, and you'll see her on the screen, she's excited and she she was just, and, and if you don't, if you're not there about the same time ready to go for a walk in the afternoon around five o'clock, she'll be like at the door telling you that it's time. She'll be at the door making all kinds of noises about hey excuse me um have you forgotten today it's walk time I've been waiting since I got up this morning at about 6am to go for this walk and you guys better not forget this because I'm ready to go and so she will remind us and she will come and then you'll all you have to do is walk over and grab the harness and she'll be like she'll be like oh here it is it's time it's time and so then she's jumping up and down and she's spinning around in circles and she's doing whatever and she sits down and puts the harness on and takes off for to go. We go the same way every day. And we go on the same path every time. And she's just as excited as the day before to go the same way on the same path every day. And a question I want you to think about, and we'll touch on this at the end. Why is she so excited to do the same thing every single day? about this habit why is why is she it's the same path it's the same way we we sometimes get so bored at you know doing the same thing oh this is boring gotta do something new but for her she thinks this is the best thing and she doesn't mind it's on the same way same path why is she so excited every day i want you to think about that and we'll talk about that at the end when you think about Jesus, even Jesus had habits. Okay, The Bible talks a bit about this. It doesn't specifically talk about the word habit. There's a couple of scriptures that do. But it talks about um, the things they did regularly and things like that. And so I just want to read a couple of scriptures to you. It says in Luke 5.16, simply says, But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. That's all that scripture says. There's about eight scriptures or more that reference referenced Jesus to he regularly went away and spent time in prayer. He went by himself. He had a habit of spending time with God. He had a habit of moving away by himself, away from the busyness, away from people, away from the disciples, and he spent time. Sometimes uh, a few scriptures say he spent all night in prayer. So he regularly had a habit of doing that. It says uh, in Luke 4.16, 4, when, this is talking about Jesus. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the Scriptures. So he had a habit of when he went to certain places to on the Sabbath to read the Bible, to read the Scriptures. This is the habits that Jesus had. Jesus also passed these habits on to the disciples and the Bible encourages us to do the same thing. In Acts 2.48 it says... They worshipped. This is after Jesus had returned back to heaven, and all the believers, the Holy Spirit had been poured out, and the believers were gathering together. It says they worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. Now, often, you know, we're working and we don't meet daily, but obviously, they probably certain people probably met daily. But there would have been certain days when different people would have come on different days, but they regularly got together, had meals together, they met together, they read the scriptures, they did communion together and and were generous, the Bible says. So this was a habit that they had formed. It also says in Hebrews 10.25... And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. It's just simply say, hey, don't stop meeting together as Christians. Don't stop meeting together as believers. Obviously, we haven't been able to do that uh, as with church not being on. Obviously, you can meet uh, in small groups now. You can uh, catch up with people and in the park or at a cafe or in your home or something like that, and uh, with certain restrictions around that. But, you know... But it says, don't, don't neglect that. So it's a habit. God is saying, these are habits you need to do. It's for your benefit that you do these things. Jesus started doing it, modeled it. The disciples did it, and they continue to do it. And the Bible says we should do it also. So have you formed habits that are healthy or unhealthy in the last 14 weeks? Have you had habits in your life that, you know, have you realized over a period of time now, even longer than 14 weeks, that maybe that thing isn't the healthiest thing I'm doing? How do I change that? What do I do? You know, healthy habits are simply what they say. They are healthy for you if you form them. Uh, They do just what they say. They keep you healthy, keep you physically healthy, healthy habits. Mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, keep you well, give you longer life. You achieve your goals quicker because you are thinking clearer when you have healthy habits. And you form better relationships with people when your habits are healthy, when you're doing things that are beneficial to you physically and mentally, spiritually. So there's benefits. Unhealthy habits... Basically, do the opposite thing. They uh, negatively affect every area of your life. They slow, they slow you down. They negatively affect your thought life. They can cause illness and tiredness of your body and your mind. So when you're doing something that's very unhealthy for you, whether that's physically or, or on your mentally, um, it actually slows everything down. It, it isn't healthy for your relationships. Obviously, you cut off relationships because your lifestyle that's coming out of your own life negatively affects other people around you and they don't want to be around you. But If when you've got a healthy habit and when you've got a healthy lifestyle, what you speak and say and do, people do want to hang around you. So it's very important. You know, habits will either make or break you. Habits will either cause you to live a life that is very um, generous and profitable and, and, and you'll have a great life that affects others in a positive way or you can have habits that are bad that will actually push people away and you'll end up isolating yourself and you'll think, well, why is this all happening to me? And often it's because we just set ourselves up with good or bad habits and so you really need to make sure that you have some habits in your life that are good, that i you know, that all of it, you know, like I said at the start, it's so easy to fall into unhealthy habits. You don't have to try to. It's like our sinful nature just, you know, when we're born with it, it's just like easy for just, you know, kids, they always just find something to do wrong. You know, it's like they'll just go, oh, I'll just try and push the boundaries. They, what I'm trying to. I'll just go on. Oh, I'm just going to just pull on this and see what happens, you know. And so and I might do that every day, you know, or whatever it may be. And, and so but when you say, well, we need to learn to do, to do it this way, it's like, oh, do I have to? You know, and so it's like you—you got to train the boss. says, train your child in the way should they go. So they—it's like you need to. And it's the same in your own life. It doesn't change since you're a child. You have to train yourself to do healthy things well. Have a think about this. If you are just filling in time, maybe you had some more time. We all have in some way. If you are just filling in time, then you are probably wasting time. Have you thought about that? If you're just oh, I've just oh, i got all this time on my hands. I'm just going to oh, I've got to watch something watch a movie, oh I've seen it three times, I'll watch it again. If you're just filling in time, then you're probably wasting time. What, what are you doing with your time that's going to be Why don't you grab that time and do something positive with it? Why don't you grab that time and form a habit in your life that's going to actually help you and prosper you in your life and help other people around you for many years to come? To change an unhealthy habit, you think well. I've got something. I know some things in my life I need to change. To change an unhealthy habit, you first have to change the environment that it's in, because your mind and body associates that habit with a certain surrounding. Now, like you've heard probably people say, yeah, if you hang around certain people you become like them right and it's true if you hang around a certain environment that environment will influence you so just say here's an example just say you're you know i'm going to start exercising and do a workout i'm going to do it three or four times a week and i'm going to do it in my bedroom and so you you go i've got a spot there i've got all the i've gone out and gone out and bought my new you know my mat and i've got my weights or i've got my elastic bands or whatever you're going to use and you've got all this stuff maybe you've got and bought yourself a gym and you got but you, you got your room in this in your bedroom or whatever and so you start going I'm going to start doing it so you start doing your exercise and about 3 minutes in your body and your mind going what are you doing what this is ridiculous i feel tired this is hard and it says what what are you doing you know, But your bedroom is also the same spot for the last two years that you lay in bed and you watch movies and you watch them till late at night. And so and so, three minutes in, your body's like starting to sweat and you're going, this is too hard. What am I thinking? I can't do this four days a week. This is ridiculous. What whoever thought? And, the, and your body's going, just give up. And your mind's going, just stop it. And so just go and lay on the bed and just watch a movie. It's so much better, it's so much easier. And so you're in the same environment and you're trying and you're going... Oh no, this is too hard. Well so I think I'm gonna get some chocolate out of the fridge, I'm gonna walk back to the bed and I'm gonna and I'm just gonna watch and I'm just gonna watch some movies. And so and so it's like bad idea trying to do it in that same environment. What should you do? You should find a new spot, whether it's outside in the backyard or whatever. Create a new place where you say this is where I'm going to exercise because your body is going to be so okay. This is a, your body is going to trigger your um, physical body and your mind. And go okay, we're in a new place we're starting something new, and it's not going to be connected to anything else. And what you do in that space is going to be exercise. That's one way to break an unhealthy habit. So how do I form a healthy habit? The Bible talks a bit about things, mindsets and, and things. So uh, health, habits aren't just something physically we do. Habits have to be mental as well. They, our thought life needs to be in check because your thoughts will, when things gets a bit harder, you're trying something new, your, your mind will say, oh, no, you've never done this before. And you can have negative or positive thoughts and, and, and you, can, you can quickly pull yourself down and, or you can lift yourself up. And so our mind and thoughts are very important when forming habits as well. So how do I form a healthy habit? You know, there's... Um, One other thought is that, you know, you've got gifts and abilities in your life that you probably haven't discovered yet. There's things, until you try something, you probably don't know you can do it. Often you have to try something new before you realize, I can actually do this. You might have a thought about something and you're not sure if you can do it or not. But we've all got gifts and abilities, that hidden things, I guess, in our lives that we can actually do, but we don't discover them until we actually give it a go. So there's some things that you've got sitting back there in your mind or thoughts or whatever, dreams, desires, um, goals that you just need to have a go and form a new habit and and and. And see how it goes. Romans twelve two says this: Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, perfect, and pleasing. So we need to allow the Bible says allow uh, your you need to transform your mind, transform your thinking. Don't let the patterns of this world determine your thinking, but allow God to transform your thinking. So we're talking about our thought life. Forming new habits uh, is very much just as important as what you're thinking as to what you're doing and so it's almost you have to retrain your mind to think i'm going to exercise i'm going to do this habit and it's like you've got to and you've got to speak to yourself positive you've got to use positive thoughts and and you've got to speak so you can do this and allow god's holy spirit to speak to you and speak his life into you and, and allow him to work through your thinking and then you'll find it's much easier to accomplish those habits and to make that thing a habit in Philippians four eight. It goes on to say, on the same thought pattern, is that now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing for your thought, um, fix your thoughts on what is true. Honourable, right and pure, lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So again, it's saying, think on things. All that stuff's positive. Think on things that are positive. Because if you think that way, your habits will become positive. Your habits will become healthy. If you were to fix your eyes on what is evil, what is impure, what is unrighteous, what is not honourable, if you start thinking, oh, going to think I'm gonna think that way, I guess your life will go downhill real quick and you'll form some habits that are very bad, very unhealthy for you physically, mentally, and you'll go into very dark places very quickly. So it's it's perfect makes perfect sense to go if I fix my thoughts on what is pure, what is right, what is holy, what is lovely, then it's gonna go the opposite way. And so we, it's very—it's not rocket science. It's very simple that if you want to form good habits, you need to make sure your thinking's in check and you're thinking on the right things. You need to be thinking on God's Word and reading His Word, which will lift you up, which will encourage you, which will help you. Hebrews 5.14 says, Solid food is for those who are mature, uh, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and right and wrong. What's the scripture talking about? It's, right, it's talking about solid food. It's talking about reading the Word of God, reading God's Word, the Bible. When you read it, it's like eating solid food. When you eat solid food, it gives you the skills to recognize right or wrong. So in other words, you're in a situation and maybe there's some, you're in an environment and, there's some, and you will recognize if something unhealthy is going on or something good is going on because the Bible will give you the skills to recognize it. And so you, it's almost like you're training yourself going, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to participate with that or I'm not going to get on that line of thinking I'm not going to listen to that conversation or I'm not going to read that because that's just I can identify very quickly that's an unhealthy thought pattern it's an unhealthy place to be but then on the other hand you look at and go oh that's that's good I'm going to read that that's going to really help me and so I'm going to start doing that or that's a great idea that person suggests that's a great habit I'm going to start doing that and you will recognize the word of God gives you the skills to recognize what is right and what is wrong okay it's very important to understand that because it will determine the pathway of your life 1 corinthians 19 and 20 says don't you realize that your body is a temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god you do not belong to yourself for god bought you at a high price so you must honor god with your body Oh, this might be a bit challenging for some of you what's it saying it's saying you your body your physical body it's been bought at a very high price. Jesus died on a cross for you so you could live. And so he's saying, you know, because he says, like, there's I, I have some ownership in that because I've bought you at a high price. I want the best for your life. And he says, so whatever you're doing, you need to make sure that it's not doing harm to your body. You need to, whatever habits you're doing, you've got to make sure that it's not harming you physically, that it's not, that you're looking after your body. That means what you're eating how you're living, how you're exercising, whatever. Is it doing you harm? Is it doing you good? Are you living in a light way? You're going, I don't care about my body. I don't care what I look like. Whatever. Well, is that honouring God? Is that honouring? Is that bringing honour to Him? Is that—is that how much you value the j- price that Jesus paid for you? That might sound pretty... Full on, that might be a bit of a challenge, but that's the truth. And so God's saying, honour me with your body. Make sure you're having good habits in your life that, that actually you're looking after this body that you have. And the Bible promises if you do that, then he brings good health to your body. He looks after you. Sometimes we realise, well, God won't, I've gotten sick and God won't heal me. And, and he would probably ask you the question, he says, what have you done to look after your body? What habits have you allowed to come into your, what have you been eating for the past 20 years? What have you been, have you been exercised? Have you been looking at, and that might be a harsh reality and, and it's not meant to come through as judgment in any way at all. But the simple fact is, if we actually have some good healthy habits and look after ourselves, fair chance you're not going to get that sick. Fair chance you, you know, sometimes you know diseases do come and God can heal them. But we need to work with God and don't expect when we just do whatever, live life how we want to live it, and then we expect God, God, can you just fix it all please? Can you just, I just want to turn, hit the switch and you just heal me? because. And God says, well, how about you just flick the switch and get some good habits happening in your life? And so we need to look after our body and listen to God's word and make right choices and identify what is good for us, what is not good for us and create healthy habits around that. Back to Millie. I asked the question earlier. She goes on the same track every day. She's just as excited to go the same way every single day. Why is she so excited? Why is she so looking forward just doing the same thing? Maybe it's because she's caged behind a fence and she can't wants to get out of the backyard. Yeah, that could be part of it. I don't know, but she has a pretty bitty pretty big backyard has a bit of fun patrols the yard you know she's a, she's a dog she's a border collie so she's got tracks in the backyard where she in the backyard she walks exactly the same way she patrols the fence every morning there's a track there she'll walk along she'll patrol for anything that's changed anything that's different chase away every road and every bird she catches rats she catches this whatever there's nothing in her backyard because she patrols it every morning there's a track between where she goes to get water and food and back to where she sits uh in the in her section of the yard there's a track worn there. So she very much is is like that. They obviously they're farm dogs as well. So they do the same type of thing on a farm, and there's tracks everywhere. And so she likes going on the same track. But why is she so excited about going the same way every day? I'll tell you why. Is because she has learned to look forward to what she may see. She looks for something new every time she goes out. A new Animal, a new dog to meet. She goes, There might be someone else, this dog, the dog's walking around. Who am I gonna see him today? She gets so excited, she really rips my arm off trying to say hello to another dog. She looks forward to there's we got lakes around where we are, and there's fish to jump out of the water. She watches the fish jump out of the water, looks forward to the fish jumping out of the water. She set, she meets every person like she's met them for the very first time. She wants to go and you know. Jump on someone, lick them, you know, say hi, I'm Millie, whatever. Lovely to meet you. And so she looks forward to everything new that she might see, that she's not expecting it to be the same. And can I tell you that, you know, when if you have that same outlook with your habits, going, oh, it's just the same thing over and over again. No, you need to look for something that's new every day. God, what are you trying to say to me today? You need to wake up going, what, what new things do you have for me today? Oh, no, I'm not, I might be doing a similar thing. I might be going to work every day. I've got a, a routine of what I'm doing. But God, there's always something new that you want to speak to me about. There's always something new you want to say to me. Can I just um, talk to you about one last habit and finish with this today? Can I encourage you to do one thing? Maybe you're good at this. Maybe you're doing it. Maybe it's something you've just started doing. Maybe it's something you're not doing regularly at all. But it's the habit of reading God's Word every single day. Making time to read His Word. Why am I saying to make that a habit? I'll tell you why. Here's some benefits of reading God's Word every day. This habit will set up your day to be positive. Okay, And so even if you have some stuff going on, you'll be able to take... Because you've been reading His Word, you'll actually look at it and go, God, what can I learn out of this? And you can t- take a, even a negative situation into a positive situation. So it will help your day to be positive. It will help you deal with tough situations. It will give you wisdom to make good choices. It will encourage you to help your self-esteem, your self-talk, your thought life. It'll, um, you'll receive peace as you read His Word. You get wiser as you read his word. You model something good for your kids when you read his word. You become soft and strong at the same time when you read his word. You become confident in God. You become a better listener. And you become real when you read God's word. The Bible becomes something you crave the more you read it it's like it's the same as like Millie going for a walk like oh, she thinks it's the great yesterday is just as exciting as the next day because it's something you grow to love when the more you read God's word it becomes something that it's like solid food something I need so you begin to crave God's word you start to know your faith and you live it out the more you read God's word and you know in our world today you can grab a physical bible and read it and a lot of people do that but it's so easy and that you can grab your phone you can download a free bible app which has or any, any different version that you usually read. There's usually some main ones that people read. But there's also a whole lot of um, Bible reading plans. You can read the Bible through in a year. You can read the whole Bible through in a couple of years. But you can be like, the good thing about it is you can also, maybe going through a tough time or you need some wisdom on something. So as well as reading the Bible, you can just type in a word like, you know, loneliness or, you know, you're, might be struggling with time or whatever it may be or a new job and you can actually t- type in keywords to the Bible and it will actually give you a whole list of plans that might one might go for five days or seven days or whatever short plans that will help you and give you scriptures and word to do it so it's so it's so uh, easy to use and I would encourage you if you haven't downloaded it there's hundreds of millions of people that are using that across the world it's one tool there's many others but you can look it up in the bible, the bible app in your app store in your phone whatever it may be and online and you can grab that and make it so easy it sends you reminders to read the bible every day but if but I tell you if you get in a habit of say at this time in the morning or at night, whatever it may be, and you at the same time start reading the Bible a certain amount of time. Guess what? You won't need a reminder anymore because your mind and your body will remind you, "Hey, no, it's time to read the Word." What? What? It's like it's like Millie coming to the door, going, "Hello, hello," starts howling at the door, going, "Excuse me, don't forget it's time to read." And so it's like it's like your body and the Holy Spirit will be inside you, going, "Hey, it's time to stop." It's time to stop, it's time to read my Word. You know, it's one of the most healthy habits you could do, reading the Word of God. Then obviously, and flowing out of that, you, you, if you stop and you wait, God will speak to you and you can pray and you can listen to what He has to say to you afterwards. So, reading the Bible, you know, it's a bit like Millie going for a walk. It's like, it's like, it's like oh, I'm reading the same book every day, I'm going the same way every day. And you can look at it and go, oh, so you know, something I just do. No, it's life. In other words, when she goes to walk, it's like life. as She's looking for something new, brand new. And if you grab the Bible every day and as you read it, you're going, God, this is life. This is, I'm expecting to see something new. I'm expecting you to show me something new. Because the Bible says it's a living word. It's not just a, any other book. It's alive. It's living. And so when you read it with expectancy of something new, then suddenly... God's going to reveal things to you. It might be a word. It might be a sentence. Something's going to jump out to you, and He's going to speak to you, and it's going to train, change your day. It's going to make your day alive. And there's going to be times when you want to kind of veer off track, where you where you kind of go reading, and then going, "Oh, I'm just going to go this way." And it's like where you know, where it's like me walking, and going, "Oh, we'll go this way today." And she, you know, it's funny because if I try to veer off the track, she likes this is what she does. She digs her feet in the ground, and won't move. So I physically have to either pull her and drag her, and literally her four feet are dragging across the ground, or I've got to pick her up and start walking to a bit till finally she goes, "Okay, we'll go this way." And then I put her back down; she'll finally walk. But she's like, she digs her feet in because she's saying, "This is not the way." This is, this is not the way we go. We, we, you always go this way. What are you doing? Changing direction. And so it's like in the Bible, it's like if you read the Word of God, it's like when I said before it gives you the skills Now what's right or wrong. It's like if you try to veer off, it's like, it's like the Holy Spirit, it's like inside of you, he stops you. And it's like he it, like digs in for a minute and goes, what are you doing? This is not the way. This is not the way, this is, you think, is this a healthy choice? Is this a, Is this where you should be going? Is this the, a good way to head? And so it's like, it's like inside of your spirit, which is connected to God, digs in and says, no, stop for a minute. What are you doing? And you are going, oh, no, I shouldn't do that. And so you actually, let's keep, stay on the path we're meant to be on. And so I want to encourage you today that if there's one thing you can take out of this, you might, you know, help. When you've looked at it and gone, oh, I'm going to deal with that habit or some ways to deal with some healthy or unhealthy habits or form some new habits, think about these scriptures about your thinking, about lifestyle, about environment, where you're trying to form a new habit or, or what do you... If you want to break a bad habit, then, then stop doing... If there's, a, if there's a place where you've got a bad habit you need to break, then stop being in that place at that same time. Then change your environment. Change what you're watching at that time. Change what you're doing. So just just change it, and then you—that's how you break the habit. So, but there might be some things here where you're saying, you know, if there's one habit you can grab. If you're not doing it already, grab the Word of God. Grab a physical Bible. Grab a Bible. Make some time. Start off. It might be five or ten minutes to start off with. It may be longer, whatever time it may be. And make a time and do it. And I guarantee you, 66 days is the average time to form a habit. And, and with it, you automatically will do it after that amount of time. It may be quicker for you, but the Word of God will transform your life. It will change your life. And I encourage you, if there's one habit to put in place in your life, no matter if you're young or old, that's that's it that's the one and god will speak to you and everything in your life will be affected in a good way by you reading the word of god so i hope this today this has given you some insight some help into uh what you know about forming habits 14 weeks it's been 14 weeks, and there's still going to be a number of weeks to go before we can meet together with. You know, who, there's a few restrictions still in place and things like that, and we're waiting to hear how that's going to work. So you need to put some things in place. So these are things that you can have for the rest of your life. Maybe you're watching a day, and the simple, another simple question is, do you know Jesus? All this starts with knowing Him. Reading the Word, all that kind of stuff, reads this starts with you knowing him and having a relationship with him he wants a relationship with you and and after this straight after this you're going to see uh, one of our team basically say ask you that same question and pray a prayer with you and we can send you a bible we can send you information about that if you're there's links to this video if you're uh new and watching this for the first time want to get connected with our church and and you'd love to meet us then you can click on the link and and say how hey, i'm new here and uh there's many different ways but i just i just really just love to pray just for a couple of minutes for you that are watching that that this really connects with you really helps you and then if you don't know Jesus that you can just simply uh, ask him and say Jesus I want to know you maybe you can pray with someone if you're watching this with someone else in your house that may be a Christian you can talk to them about it and uh, he will transform and change your life so Lord I just thank you for every person that is watching today Watching or hearing this, Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, that um, as we've talked about habits, Lord God, and, and I pray that this has this really cut through and really help people, Lord God, to just see, hey, identify some things in their life. That's not right. I need to change that, Or I want to start doing that. And I pray that they've got some tools today through your word to be able to do that. I pray today if there's people watching that don't know you, that right now you can ask him to come into your life. You can say, Jesus, please forgive me the way I've lived life. I'd now just give my life to you. I want you to be in control. I surrender my life to you. Please forgive me for what I've done. Please come and know me. You can know him like you would know a friend. You can ask him into your life and he'll begin to be real to you and speak to you. And the the most important thing is you grab the Bible. You grab the Word of God and begin to read it. And as you read it, it's a living Word. It's his Word that will speak to you and transform you. So I praise people... Do that as they form healthy habits, Lord, I pray that they would grow closer to you and would have a positive influence and effect to those around them. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing right now, Lord God, that you are moving in our nation. You are touching people's hearts and lives, preparing them, Lord, as things are coming to the surface, Lord, you you bring them to the surface so, Lord God, you can bring life and healing in people's lives. And I pray, Lord, you'd be doing that right now in people's lives that are watching today. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we look forward to catching up next week. And I hope you have an incredible week. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.